The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You have picked a very good day to join us today on the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherapan wearing, I'm not really sure what the t-shirt look is. Nuggets! I know, but it, it's, a, it's a hoodie. It's a hoodie. I'm at Peralta. You know how cold it is in this house? We talked about this yesterday. Everybody's yeah. gone. They won't let me touch the thermostat. Freezing <laughs> the Bostonian. You guys are watching live on YouTube and on Twitter at Boston versus the book on both places. Live chat. How are you guys? Sports Grid Replay. What is up, you late night owls? Thank you for watching and participating. You always can write us when you're watching the show. You can, our little Twitter accounts are underneath each of our names and our little faces you could always shoot little messages to us at what you're watching if you want to comment in your real time not real time for us but we'll do our best we're late night owls so we're up we'll ch- we'll chit chat have some good times yes Derek stevens the one and only from yes. circus sports joining us coming up here in about 15 minutes yep we'll get to some of all the fun things happening for march madness so a couple of people dave already tweeting they're whining about the room rates coming to march madness oh, and also and i said boy. um you might want to look at November for F1 and then next February for the Super Bowl before you get too upset about what March is going to look like. You may feel like you're getting a bargain as to what's going to be coming here in Vegas. 23, 24, not cheap to come to this city. No, it's not. And it's not going to be. Um, we had on the uh, president of the Las Vegas Super Bowl committee. And he talked about and you uh, mentioned it during one of the shows. If you haven't seen it, go back and look on the YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. You can see these interviews we did while we were down there. But you said that they come in a month before the NFL comes in a month before and books, whatever rooms they want. <laughs> right. So room, they rates, take over the room. They take over the, the all the rooms one month prior to this, right after CES. So if you guys know what CES is, the consumer electronics show, which is always a global event here in Las Vegas, we're going from that into yes. the Super Bowl month. Yes. Because the NFL comes in, takes over the whole city, and they the do. Pro Bowl probably is going to be here too. Yeah. I, I, have they announced that yet? Have they said no. the Pro Bowl is going to be here? Okay. It so. would be dumb not to, though. I mean, the Super Bowl is here. Why would you go somewhere else? Just keep everybody in the same spot. I mean, it's a long time in Vegas. It's a lot of employees. <laughs> what do you What do you time. think the average trip to Vegas is? Like time. Four days. Somebody comes. I think it's less. I think it's three. People come and get blown out. Tuesday, Two nights? Two nights? That's really fast. They, well, three nights. Three nights. Yeah, that's four days. Four days. Three nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three yeah. nights in a you know when they come for the convention. Yeah. Three nights. Monday, yes. A hundred percent. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, gone Thursday. I'm 45. My first treks to Vegas. That's all I could do because oh. the first night is the oh my gosh I'm in Vegas. Yeah. The second night is let's go. Let's go. And the third night is I'm not fully recovered from night two. I'm just trying to make my way to go home. <laughs> so I'm just trying to recover. Yeah. You know, the, the IV, that's why all the IV places are in business. But for night Have three. Have you ever done that? 
No, but I've heard it's phenomenal. I got guys that swear by it. I got yeah. girls that swear by it. I have people I, who come to Vegas who swear by it on the third night. That's I told yeah. them like we should call it third night IV because on that third night you got to you need a little pump up. You need that vitamin B. Got OGs that start it. They start their trip with a the trip there, so they're already fully loaded with fluid and Fair. ready to go, so they can, you know, do Vegas the way they want to do it. Listen, Vegas is fun. You can find whatever it is you want pretty much here. And you can find it in different places. You can have a relaxing trip or one of those, um, I don't know what the term I would use, balls to the wall trips like you used to do when yeah. you were young. Hangover, hangover movie trips. I never see no tiger. I mean, I, we don't need to see that. I didn't wake up with a tiger, but I've seen friends wake up with cougars, though. Ah. <laughs> That joke, that joke, that joke. First drop in there, That's guys right. in the chat. Look, the chat's flowing. It's Good. up. You can bury Matt for that. Why are you turning red? If you're going to sing it, you got can't turn red afterward. You're going to play it? Because I know friends of mine are going to yeah, well, see that. They're going to be like, yo, uh, I thought we weren't talking about that. hundred percent. They're going to clip that. And, yeah. and we got guys that clip it. Uh, that one yeah. will be on there. Wake up with a cougar. You know, every Friday I'm trying to do like a, a little rap, um, you know, that, that Mikey's done. Huh? With Derek coming on and us looking for our own thing, yep. I Don't thought rap. of a song. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Heavy it's, D. It's Tuesday. What are we We doing? got our own thing. I know. Oh, no. We got a base show. We got a lot of people watching. This is just a peek into what we do on Fridays on Roll Call Friday when yep. everybody's here, everybody's watching, and they're replaying the thing on Sports Grid. But Heavy D, we got our own thing. And it's only 30 seconds. So just sit back and just listen. I pulled this out of out of one of the verses. Got a category of my own and I'm the president. Don't be alarmed, but I'm sewing up the resident. With my particular, particular extracurricular, smoother and trickier, throwing up lyrics like you throw up a flapjack. You're a chicken McNugget and I'm a Big Mac. Brainstorm soloist, have a Coca-Cola with it, doing very well because I took the right road to this path. Maker, undertaker, record breaker, get up on the floor and do the heavy D shake. Started with a pow and I'm going to end it with a bang. We got our own thing. thought that might have been apropos today. We got our own thing. You want to <laughs> tell dad jokes? I'm calling on some eight, late 80s, early 90s hip hop, R&B, New Jack Swing, heavy D. That's New Jack City, though, that was a movie. New Jack City was, oh, that was a good man. flick. That Let's was a good go. flick. I love that flick. That was a good movie. Uh, all right, so today is the last day of February. It is. I'm wearing green because of this is what this month has been. I got to do the calculation, but this may have been my, professionally speaking, my best month betting ever. Wow. I am saying goodbye. I'm kind of mad that tomorrow is not Groundhog's Day. The next Groundhog's Day is in 2024, which will be next year when we have Groundhog's Day. Right. But I am kind of leading up to the Super Bowl in Vegas, Groundhog's Day 2024. You know how much you know how much might change between now and then? You want to keep it Wait the same? I mean February 2nd is Groundhog's Day. Right. But Groundhog's Day technically February 29th leap year technically is when we get to Groundhog's Day in my mind. Like I look at when's the leap year? Next year, right? What in the hell? Groundhog's Day and leap year are two different things. Right. But leap year is but leap year is really yeah, it's two different things. That's true. But but Groundhog's Day in leap year to me, I always feel like there's a day that doesn't exist, and that's Groundhog's Day. You'd live it again. Live two days, same day twice. 
okay. 29th to me. When I think of Groundhog's Day, I think of the movie living the same day twice. And then I think of a date that goes away. Do you know anybody with a birthday of February 29th? I did in high school. Yes. Really? Yes. I knew one Sucks. person too. Yeah. <laughs> it, felt, it was the, the running joke was, so what are you five? You're six? Like, you know, how oh, many birthdays do you celebrate? Right. These are brutal. <laughs> That's, That's not that right. That stinks though. I mean, because are you, do you born celebrate on, on the twenty eighth or do you celebrate on the first? I think you have to do the twenty eighth. Same month, right? Yeah, you can't switch months. It's a whole different world. Next month, tomorrow's March. March Madness, like the birthday before the actual birthday. St. Patrick's Day. I mean, yeah. March is a whole different world. February is Valentine's Day. February is you know school vacation for kids a lot of times. Right. Spring break here. So what I've been told oh, is boy. that this cold weather is about to break. And when it breaks, we're going to go straight to summer. Spring like, lasts like a week in Vegas. Like there is no spring here. Like we're going to go from literally there's snow coming to our houses tomorrow, Dave. We're going to get more me- of this measurable snow and on our houses. There will be measurable snow falling tomorrow in Las Vegas. Like a legitimate, like school might be dicey type of situation tomorrow in Vegas. But once we get through this system, what I've been, what I've been reading and seeing is that we're going to go to 90. Like we're going to go from like nothing to like straight summer. (laughs) The pools will be rocking for St. Patrick's Day. So if you're coming here for March Madness or coming here for St. Patrick's Day, you're going to be feeling some nice temperatures. Oh my! We have to yeah. put get break the shorts out. We're ready to go. We got to yeah. get the, the 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 suns out, guns out, legs out. Fast. Look good, feel good, play good. All of the above. We're going to have shorts on in a week. Yep. Because well, I got this beanie on. A little I'm more than a week. A little more than a week. But yeah, once this cold system gets out of here, we're going to have some March temperatures that are more like Vegas, which is this is not like I saw my breath this morning on February 28th. Hell my yeah, it was cold. Hell yeah, saw it last the night. What the heck is going it was on? Cold. This, this is, is not the normal. meteorology portion of the show, boys yes, and girls. If you're, if you're, Matt, the meteorologist. Of, so, okay, before we get to Derek, I just have to ask because we didn't get to it yesterday and yes. somebody asked me on DM. Yes. Are the Bears trading the first pick in the draft? Who knows? What in the world is going on? It matters a lot from a gambling perspective because if well, you're yes. going, so if you're going to look at the the Bears and if they're going to trade the first pick, it's going to go most likely to a quarterback starved team, which most likely means it's going to be Bryce Young, which means betting on Bryce Young at minus one sixty five is probably a good bet. Right. So that's the theory. That's the philosophy of well, if they keep the pick, they're going to go defense. Now a defensive player is going to go number one, and there's some big pluses on defensive players going first. All of which that discussion right there, that 30 seconds to 45 second breakdown is exactly reason number. (laughs) I put it at the top of the fucking list. Why I don't have to book this shit anymore. It's a damn nightmare. Um, Why would they trade the pick? Like, are they going to get a King's ransom for that pick? The, like, the, the there's report not is a that, clear number no, one, isn't there? No, the report is that Houston's going to go up from two to one. Oh, makes perfect sense. And then they're going to go to two, and then they'll be shopping the second pick, which will be less of a price than the first pick. So they'll pick up a draft capital pick, one or two, second round pick or something from the from the Houston Texans, and then trade for a, a first round pick or so with the second pick and drop back down and then have just an army of picks. See all of that discussion right there. That that makes my head hurt. Like yes, want to talk 100%. about the games? Like like, I, but we're betting. But this is the change. When you were in the book, you were in the room. You weren't booking the draft. 
This is no, a we betting, were, but we didn't put you, it up until later. Like, uh, yeah, we'll ask Derek. We'll ask Derek specifically when they're going to put it up. I mean, Benson said they're not putting it up until the week of or two weeks before when you have the most information. It's the book's discretion to do that. Other books that we've talked to and had people on with, they're putting the stuff up now. Yeah. It's all speculative markets. You take two different approaches as far as the we haven't had a combine yet. You can bet what yeah. position group goes first. You yeah. can bet. Which player goes first? You can bet which quarterback goes too first. much. You can bet which defensive player goes first. Uh, All those markets are open right now. We haven't had the combine yet. <laughs> like, like we don't even have too much. I mean, it's amazing because that's where a lot of the deals get done. A lot of the you know the speculative type stuff, stuff gets talked right. about. Not happening. At least it doesn't need it. I guess. From have you been to the combine the ever? The combine? No. Been to the draft twice. Never been to right. the combine. Yeah. No, I don't need to go to the combine. I don't need to go do that. Oh, I mean, like our guy Adam says, it's great. I mean, it's great for networking. Yeah, it's great. It's great I, I for know. meeting people, but I don't right, know if it's exactly. great for like people like us. Oh, he <laughs> said that. Well, listen, I like. They said they got great steak. Yes, there and well, go out I to told you stuff. I love that. Saint Elmo's, man. I will. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. fly. I will yeah. buy a flight just to go eat there. It's I mean, that good? cocktail sauce is the best on the planet. I'm a horseradish guy. It's the best. It cleans out your whole head. It's amazing. Mm. Fresh as fresh can be with the most horseradish you will ever have in your life. It will blow your hair back. It's so good. Gotta like, gotta like horseradish though. Uh, before we get to Derek, hair. real fast. Your hair blow back. I don't want to do with that. Joey Porter Jr. has to be a stealer. Does he not? <sighs> it would be fun. I, I, I hope so. But I mean, Dan Marino had to be a stealer and wasn't oh. a stealer back in the day. Like there's guys, Kenny Pickett was supposed to be a stealer and it worked it out. Yeah. So yes, Joey Porter, Penn State guy, Joey Porter's son. That would be awesome. Plus they could use some help covering guys. That would be great. Um, do they have him projected to be drafted by them? He's in the vicinity. Like he's projected anywhere from 10 to 20. Oh. So you got the Steelers at 17. Okay. If they don't move, if they don't trade up or down, but if they stay at 17, he'll be on the board. Potentially the Patriots also might draft him. Okay. <laughs> and take him off the board before Pittsburgh can take him. The Patriots might. What might pick did the Patriots pick? Uh, 13th, I think. Okay. The 12th or 13th, somewhere in that range. Yeah. I mean, Steeler fans in the chat put yes or no on Porter. I mean, I, I, I say yes. I say yes. First round? Is he go? He's projected Yo, to go in the first yeah, round. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. He's a really good defensive player. He'll yeah. help that defense out a ton. Yeah, whatever defense gets him, he'll be he'll be huge. The Patriots have, I mean, they've got big needs at offensive line and wide receiver. So I would really rather them go offense than defense. Their defense is good enough. They need help on the offense and the offensive line. I was going to say, so, don't they need people to block? Yes, desperately. Like that desperately. would be, that's where we would start. I don't think they need any defense. The defense is the best unit. No. Yeah. hundred percent. Way better than the yeah. offense. Right. And the, in the secondary is the best part of the defense. So I don't, I think it's kind of like, it's always better to get cover guys and get bet good cover guys. Bill always loves drafting defense. And I understand why. But the receiving core is so bad. <laughs> like they have to get a high level receiver right. and they have to get an offensive lineman to help Mac Jones. And with a new investment in Bill O'Brien, I'm assuming they go offense versus okay. defense in the first round. But Bill is known to trade out. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see Belichick trade out and just say, 
forget it. <laughs> We're just going to oh, go ahead God. and go to the really? second round. Yeah, that's what he does. That's oh, what Bill God. does. He trades out all the time. So it wouldn't shock me at all. But I mean, Joey Porter just feels like that's the move for Pittsburgh. That's the the perfect fit from a right. team perspective, right. player perspective, Penn State kid. You guys need defense. You go ahead and do that. And this is where the markets all pop up because if you think that you can look and see, you know, which market you want to bet over under right. on guys getting drafted is sort of the thing. It's easy to do. So well, we'll, we'll discuss that after. I mean, we got, we got big D sitting in the background. He's probably going to come on and talk about what the hell's going on for March madness and all that other stuff. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll shelf the, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt, when you're talk. ready, you can bring yeah. on Derek. You, yeah. you can you can pop yeah. him on when, whenever you're ready to go. As soon as he's ready, we're ready. The guy's busy and he's wearing a really nice suit, which he always does. So we got to make sure that we're ready for him. <laughs> so look at so, that. Oh, look at this. Just like that, he popped in. Look at Hi, that. Hi, Derek. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good to talk to you. Well, good to have well, you. Thanks for being here, Derek. Steven Circa, Circa Sports. Your first appearance on BVB. Thank you Thank for the you time. Sir. We appreciate it. How psyched are you for what's about to happen here in March for March Madness at Circa? Oh, it's terrific. I mean, in Vegas, uh, you know, all these tournaments, they start kicking in this weekend. This is really going to be, uh, this is really going to kick off the month of March, um, you know, in a pretty special way here with uh, all the tournaments start kicking in. We got uh, NASCAR started showing up That's here right. yesterday. Um, I think we're actually going to have a, a, a vehicle up at Stadium Swim that they want to tool around in up there. So that's going to be a little fun figuring that out. Oh. We got John Jones fight coming into town. We got big league weekend with the A's and Reds playing in Vegas and then oh, uh, and basketball all over the place. So this March is going to be an epic March. So we're, we're all pretty stoked. So every March now for a number of years, you do this thing where you go bet all of the opening round games. Derek, you can say whatever you'd like on this show. We have an edit button that can keep all the swear words out later, but we can swear. We can say all that stuff. We made that perfectly clear the other night. Are you going to fucking do that again where you're going to bet every game in the first round? Are you seriously going to do that? <laughs> well, I did it a couple years. I did it a couple years. So the first year, you know, I was talking with Brett Musburger and uh, said, what, what can we do? I go, well, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. He said, do you want, would you bet a thousand every game right, right when the line comes out? Like, would you make a, would you make a play within like uh, 10 seconds? I'm like, yeah, okay. I said, I'll do it for 10,000 a game. And, and then, uh, and then, and then we did that. And uh, you know, that didn't quite work out the way I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we did the following year was uh, we worked with a couple of books. Um, we, we took three books in Vegas. Uh, South Point was one. Westgate was one. And I think Caesars was the third. Yeah. And and I said, yeah, okay, we'll do the same thing. But um, I want to have a couple of uh, couple guys behind me that have my apps open. And um, I need 30 seconds. And that kind of helped out a little bit. So we bet yeah. into the opening number at uh at um at between the between the properties we uh, we were we had enough time to shop for a number so right. um that had a little bit of a different outcome i think Ooh. we ended up you know like uh five six games above 500 for that Ooh. for that year so that wasn't bad so that was all right that was a lot of fun 10 dimes a pop i mean like you know when a guy says well you bet me the opening number you guys do that at circa 
I mean, like your opening number, literally like for college football, is the opening number across the world. How important is that opening number? You've done it betting 10 times a pop on the college basketball, which you're crazy, but you did it. <laughs> and now you actually got a book that's taking opening action numbers every single week on college football. How, how is that? By running the book and seeing that, how has that changed your perception of that whole thing? You know, I, I kind of like it. I, I think, uh, I think, you know, like the thing that, uh, Chris Bennett, Matt Metcalf, uh, Jeff Benson, like myself, a lot of things we talk about is that, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? We take a bet at a bad number. I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen. Thank you. Let's accelerate. Let's accelerate price discovery here. Let's get to the number and let's have a little basis. Let's have a little basis in, in, in a matchup here. I mean, uh, there's a little bit of a race for us, uh, you know, let's let's see how long is it going to take us to get 100,000 action in a game. And once we get there, you feel a little more comfortable. And how much how much longer is it going to take us to get to 200 grand in a game? Yes. So well, let's just accelerate the price discovery. And, um, you know, it's not as if we have these aspirations that, um, you know, we're going to have a great hold percentage. I mean, frankly, on the openers, we got to we have a negative hold percentage, I, I would think here. Um, and and really, really for us, it's 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 to get get that point where you feel as a book you got a better number um yes. you know that's our model it doesn't mean our model's right uh it doesn't mean somebody else's model is wrong i mean we, we're we're just a little bit different you know uh we don't need you know uh 50 000 or 100 000, uh customers you know betting 10 bucks or 20 bucks or 100 bucks in, in, in into something and really pushing parlays on people yeah, we love it when people bet parlays, but that's not really the model that we're looking for. We're looking for, mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody who's willing to put willing to put uh, some of their hard earned uh, work and sweat equity combined with their cash into a number. We feel that we can develop a strong number uh, more quickly. Love it, Derek. When you guys were getting ready to open Circa and look at the philosophy, when did that become? the prevailing thought because i think a lot of people who have come into the space have watched what you guys have done from you at the top all the way down it's pretty much uniform you guys have this opinion that you want to be taking bets you're here to take bets and you're not worried about your whole percentage you're not worried about the numbers but you guys really want to take action how was that like a, a first day type of conversation like guys we're gonna open a book and we're gonna take bets yeah, I mean, that was always the thought process. I mean, we opened Circus Sports in June of 2019. Uh, we opened it with a physical book inside, uh, you know, my, my oldest property, which is the Golden Gate, shortly after that over at uh, at the D Las Vegas. And the, the reason why we opened uh, in at, at those locations, we knew it was going to be um, more than a year ahead of when we would open up our flagship, you know, our sports book at Circa Las Vegas. So I wanted to make sure that our guys had, 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 uh, basically a, a full, a full lap in effectively all sports, all seasons in before we opened our book here, you know, COVID threw a little bit of a wrench into some of the mm -hmm. schedules in early 2020, but, uh, but effectively that's what, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to get our, our, give our team the ability to, uh, book all the different sports, you know, with, with this philosophy to develop the, uh, the team in the risk room, our traders, um, develop our, our ticket writers and frontline staff. And that was always a thought process kind of going into, going into things is, uh, we wanted to take that approach, um, you know, because we opened in Nevada, um, and we're very Nevada focused, very Vegas focused. So really what that means is, 
Um, we never had this thought process in the back of our mind that, hey, let's use sports in every jurisdiction we can get into as the gateway method to get people mm-hmm. onto our iCasino. Um, you know, that that's 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 a pretty you know strong uh, business model. I'm not saying it's wrong either. I'm just saying, you know, if you've got a book in Jersey or, or in Michigan, um, you know, a lot of what's going to get you going is how you market to your private equity guys, your lenders, and you explain, you know, my whole percentage is going to be 15 percent. I'm going to get people in through sports and then I'm going to segue them over to my eye casino mm. or I'm going to do big eye casino bonuses, things like that. You know, that was never really our, our, our business model. That, that never came into a discussion I ever had with uh, Matt Metcalf or Mike right. Paul or Ryan Rubin or anybody. Um, you know, we, I would say maybe in some ways we were, we were maybe more orientated around, around being an old school book. I mean, we, we all, we all bet, we all went to windows. We're all old enough that we know what it's like to go to a window. Um, you know, we believe that there's enough money out there that, that politicians are, are going to start, are going to start really focusing in on um, really focusing on legal sports books. Yes. So, um, so, you know, we thought, well, let's, let's, let's go down this path. And, 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 you know, we never really had a model that was orientated around um, a um, hit this quick pick for five, a five team parlay and we're going to hold 20%. Right. Or, or, Hey, come on in. We're going to give you a bonus. Um, yeah. you know, no. if uh, LeBron James scores more than one point today, um, <laughs> then you know you're going to double your wager. Now right. you can't get the money until you pull, play, play it through your our, our five times, our five times, six times. Time. So that was just not us, you know. And, and again, I'm I'm not knocking. I'm not I'm not somebody knocks another guy's business model. It's just uh, our model is more about sports, a little bit more old school, and that's kind of what we always thought we were going to do, and that's kind of what we're doing. Um, so you're Vegas centric and so many things happen here and so many people come and experience circa they walk in every person that you know watches the show and wants to come to town wants to come to circa i meet people down there all the time with the big wall the video wall stadium swim all the different things the legacy club is amazing we've been up there a couple times um are you prepared for what's coming with this f1 Derek, like I, I don't know what to expect. And I've lived here 20 years. This sounds like it's going to be crazy. Uh, yeah, it should be great. I mean, you know, I've, I've had, uh, the ability to be at, uh, you know, Vegas is uh super bowl host committee and, uh, been involved in a few of the F1, uh, F1 discussions with LBCVA and, you know, just for perspective, uh, for, for some of your, um, um, some of your, uh, um, listeners here, right. The, the 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 investment that Las Vegas is making in F1, um, it's it's bigger than Super Bowl. It's it's substantially wow. bigger than Super Bowl from wow. um a state and a uh um a city and a convention visitors authority perspective. And then you double it up is the investment that F1 is making. Um <clears throat> the one thing about F1 that maybe a lot of people don't know is um, if you look back, you know, maybe a year ago, there's a story about all the land that they bought, you know, kind of behind uh, the the MGM and yeah. uh, where the Ferris wheel the, yep. and the Caesars. Coval Lane. Yeah. For yeah. most people who know Vegas. So that 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 piece of property, it's massive. It's just south of the Tuscany. And mm-hmm. 
what F1's doing, I mean, they're building a massive structure um, and it's under construction now. A good now, now you can actually see the form of what they're doing. Right. Um, but what, what it is, is it's all these, it's all the paddocks. It's the start finish line. It's these big bleacher areas. It's yeah. they're going to control a lot of the ticket inventory and the high end hospitality. And, and what F1's really doing, they're, they're, they're really turning the Las Vegas race into what's going to be, the, the premier race from their perspective where they could control um, a, a lot of the shots, a lot, and a lot of the revenue. When you think about wow. like, you know, some of the races, some of the famous races, like, let's say Monte Carlo, um, Monte Carlo is famous because it's famous and because it's been around a long time, but from um, an economic perspective for F1, it's not optimal because of all the buildings, housing and apartments there, they don't control a lot of the inventory. So Vegas is going to be basically the model for F1 going forward. And I'm telling you, this 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 stadium and this hairpin turn that they're building up on this huge 20-foot bend angle, um, it's going to change things. So it's it's we're we're pretty excited about it. This is going to be a at, at minimum, it's a 10-year deal, but I think this is going to be more like a 30-year oh. deal by the time we get done with it. Oh my goodness. So we, Dave and I, and people in our in our audience have been a part of the Circa Survivor and Circa Million for Every year it's been in existence. Got all the hats. All the hats over there. <laughs> and they're all very expensive hats that mm-hmm. <laughs> sit on my <laughs> sit on my thing. Oh, that's a pretty expensive hat. Yeah. What is the future? What is the next iteration? Are you guys going to continue to raise the stakes here every year you've jacked it up? What is Survivor going to look like going forward? What will Circa Million look like going forward? You don't have to divulge all the secrets, Derek, but like I know Palm's going to tell you, don't raise the the the, the guarantee. And I know that Benson's <laughs> going to be like, seriously, you're going to make me sweat for four months because you're going to raise the guarantee. Are you going to raise the guarantee? Yeah, you know, I we're a little early to talk about it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, you know, we always say that, you know, right after Super Bowl, we get together and uh, we've had one meeting so far, and uh, you know. Um, you, you, you got the you got the right characters in here. We're starting to talk through it a little bit <laughs> and uh, trying to game plan out calendar. Um, obviously, you know we we want to keep growing and we 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 love this. Obviously, I'm biased. I mean, I think I think circa circa millions this year was spectacular the way it played out in Circuit Survivor. Um, you know, I think I think the fact that it was the largest football contest in history kind of that statement kind of stands you know stands alone. So <clears throat> we want to continue to get better. So we've got a few ideas. So I got a couple tricks up my sleeve that uh, might be rolling out here. Um, <clears throat> but I would tell you a couple things that that might be might be you know something of interest for people to know that that have participated in this and love it is that um, we we really can't make the final determination too early because um, a, a lot of what develops is schedule uh dependent you know we knew yep. after year one when we had 35 uh contestants go undefeated and go 19 and oh i thought you know we know we're going to grow this i don't really want to have something where we could have you know 200 or 300 people go undefeated and you, and, and you feel like you have to go undefeated to win it um i think some year you're going to have you know someone's going to win on week 16 or 17 wow. or something yeah. like that uh, it almost happened this year where we yeah. were where we had one individual with a, <clears throat> a scoop of the pool um and that individual ended up getting nothing um uh, but uh <laughs> but but i think i think um, we really got to talk through you know when schedule comes out when we added the 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 20th game 
which was, you know, the holiday game at Christmas, yeah. um, you got to You got to really got to think about how is that going to play in? And when we look to the 2023 football season, um, one of the key elements is understanding how uh, how the schedule is going to get flexed. So and how does that work right. with with our software, um, things like that? You know, you I threw I, I, everybody for a loop with that little twist with the holiday thing. But that was actually a unique thing and a fun thing for you guys. Yeah, we thought we thought it was great. It made people go added added another game to the to the mix, right. which I think mm. we needed. <clears throat> you know what I love is I love uh, you know sitting at the end of Mega Bar or, or a Long Bar at the D, and people coming up to me saying, "Hey, I participated. Hey, I got an idea. What do you think about this?" I love hearing a lot of these ideas, you know, like sitting around. Do you there. really, though, Derek? Because I mean, <laughs> no, a really lot of people come up to you and give you their shit right at the counter. <laughs> we were sitting there, and you had to throw that guy a couple beers and say, you know, please. I mean, like, you hear all the shit, too, don't you? I mean, seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, not all not all ideas are great. I mean, of course, I can tell you that. But, but, uh, but I would tell you there are a lot of great ideas. Um, and some of the ideas that have come up, that we've not been able to implement that we really, really like. Um, one of the things that a lot of people don't, don't really understand is the, is the limitations on the software. Right. Um, software is probably the most difficult situation. You know, what we built, um, the flexibility of change in something is not, is not that easy. Not easy. Um, you know, it, it, it could be on a really good idea. I mean, it could be, um, you know, a year and a half, maybe two seasons before we could implement. Right. So there's there's a lot of costs that go into it. You know, and then when it comes down to it, it's like, well, okay, this software, this software update, it's going to cost half a million dollars to write some new code, and we won't be able to implement it for two years. And um, you know, then you know, we got to think about we don't take a rake. You know, I mean that that's the other thing. You know, if we took a ten percent rake. Uh, you know, we, we probably have a little more more um, capital to invest in in the development. But but I've really thought that you know um, this was Mike Palm's idea. Let's take no rake and uh, and all that. I, I liked it um, after digesting it for a week or two because really what it does is <laughs> the, the, the the gaff the gaff here is pretty simple. Is we built a a great sports orientated casino in Circa Las Vegas and. Um, you know, in the state of Nevada, there's no remote registration, no remote funding. You got to show up to a property. So there's the gap is that we we know for people to participate, they've got to show up on one of our properties. And then I'm I'm comfortable saying that I know a percentage of the people that sign up are going to like our property and they're maybe going to want to stay here some other time. Or maybe they've got a business and they're going to want to buy you know, 10 hotel room nights in October or in May or something like that. So that's the gaff is just, we want to get people to our property and, and, um, and, and get people to experience it experience a, a great dinner at, at Barry's or, uh, have cocktails at Legacy Club or eight East. Don't forget about eight East. Eight East is the best yeah. place in town. I love that place. <laughs> yeah. So that that's kind of, that that's really kind of the whole, the whole deal about it. So, you know, with us not taking a rake, um, we really want people to come and experience our property. So um, that's a, that's kind of a long-winded answer to, uh, you know, how we got to make changes and how we develop right. and tweak out millions in, uh, and circus survivors. Last one for me, sir, um, and then Matt will tie it up. So expansion plans. Uh, Benson does a great job on Twitter, and we had him on the show last week or the week before, and we talked a little bit about it. But um, 
He always says we we don't have any expansion plans, but we can't wait to bring circus sports to you the way it should be, whatever that line is. Illinois is on the horizon. You're a Michigan guy. We got a ton of people to watch this show in the Midwest. They can't wait for Circa to get in these different markets. I'm not asking you to tell me what's next or specifically when, but when are people in Chicago going to be able to download and look at a Circa Sports app or even go into a Circa Sports book in Illinois? Well, I can tell you um, from our perspective, hopefully it's as soon as possible. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't give you I can't give you one. It's not like I'm holding it back. Um, the way Illinois, the Illinois um, regs work yep. is a casino has to open up. They get a probationary. There's a period of time where the casino has to open. And once that casino is open and they go through this regulatory period, Right. Um, at that point in time, the non-restricted uh, casino licensee has the ability to open up a sports book. Now, we've, huh. we've negotiated a deal with Full House for the new casino in Waukegan. Um, it opened uh, two weeks ago, so that, that's oh. a good, good step. Um, we've fully gone through all of our licensing with the Illinois uh, Gaming Commission, so uh, They've got every tax return of mine from back when I was 18 years old. It's not an easy process. Like people think you could just open up a sports book. Like there's a whole process that you have to go through. And it's, um, would you use the word invasive or, or, or kind of like it, they check everything, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely know more about me than I know about myself. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, we went through all, all of our, all of our physical interviews, all of our, <clears throat> All the tax returns, all the details we've had, we've had um, uh, visitation here as well as uh, I've been in Illinois a number of times now since, oh. since this is this has taken place. So, really, for us, uh, <clears throat> we're 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 hopeful, hopeful uh, um, for some point in time this year. But uh, but it's the 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 timing is not really within our hands. Uh, right. uh, once once uh, we can get there, um, you know, I I know our team, myself. Uh, we're going to throw a couple of big, big old parties in Illinois. That's for sure. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. As far as other jurisdictions go. Um, yeah. I mean, we want to grow circus sports in other States. Um, there's a handful of States that, um, that really kind of stand out to us. Um, when you have a, a business model, like, like we do with, with running a low hold model, um, you know, some States may or may not be, um, of interest to us because it may not match up with our business model. So right. I, I'll give you a couple that don't. Um, one very clearly would be would be the state of Tennessee. Mm. Um, the state of Tennessee has a mandatory hold percentage. <laughs> right. That's 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 triple what our hold percentage is. Right. So <laughs> so we don't have a business model that that could work in the state no. of Tennessee. So therefore, you know, that's not a state that we would want to want to get into, you know, in any way. Um, New York's 51 percent tax rate um, state. That's, that's a that's a little bit of a different deal. Um, yeah. And and I don't think that would be something that would be applicable. But but no. we certainly think that, um, you know, at some point down some point in time down the road, uh, you know, Ohio, New Jersey, um, I obviously uh my original home state of Michigan be, be right up there. People want you up there, Big D. They want you in Michigan. Well, we, we've been doing some advertising in Michigan now for about 10 years, you know, because of the D Las Vegas and because of right. Longbar and all that. And 
we do we do a lot with uh, that particular station, 97 won the ticket and and, and mm-hmm. that crew. And um, yeah, we love to get to Michigan at some point in time. But right now we want to we want to open up Illinois. We want to make sure our tech stack's in order, and then uh, and then we'll be ready to take the next step. Thank you for coming on. We'll end it with this. You mentioned the D bar. Canada is a phenomenal place for hockey people to go watch the Stanley cup playoffs when they start here in a couple of weeks. We always ask our guests because I love hearing what people think about this because I am the Bostonian. So obviously I'm a Bruins fan who is winning the Stanley cup in your opinion. <sighs> oh, very interesting. I, I had dinner with actually uh, with coach Cassidy on, uh, on, uh, on Friday night. And, oh, uh, and um, it was pretty interesting, like his perspective on being a former former Bruins coach and, and, and really an incredible record as a Bruins coach. And and then asking him and his wife how much they love Las Vegas and, yeah. you know, how things happened. Uh, I guess I didn't realize, but when uh, one coach was let go at, at, in Boston, um, you know, it was eight days later, he got signed up here in Vegas. And uh, right. they're obviously pretty happy for a lot of reasons um, for, for being in, in, in Vegas. Um I think I do think don't say that, the Bruins there. Don't say what <laughs> don't say the Bruins. Don't oh, please. No, I'm, please. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say the Bruins. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh. Um, but, but you know, the one thing about hockey is, you know, when, when a team gets hot, you start, you start thinking about them. I mean, look at what, look at what, um, look at what the Rangers have done. Um, you know, yep. so far this calendar year, you know, since beginning of January um, in, 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 in a team that I think nationally has been kind of, kind of um, talked oh. down upon. I oh. and maybe I'm biased because I watch them a little bit more often. But but I like the way the Golden Knights may be coming together here. Oh. And oh. and um, and you know this goalie coach they got that's been working with uh, working sure. with uh, yeah. Thompson sure. and, yeah. uh, and 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 the rest of the goalies. It's a little bit different. Like like uh, Coach Cassidy was saying, you know, it's a little bit different when you when you want to have to run a three goalie rotation. And, and how you set up your game plans and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I right now I I, I kind of like I kind of like the run that the Golden Knights are going to have in in the West. Um, and then I think you know I I kind of like what Turks got going with the Rangers. Um, and Ooh, and okay. you know on the east on the east side on the east you know obviously the Bruins are the mix. So I know you said <laughs> I'm not allowed to bring it up. <laughs> I mean you can. He called the show Bostonian versus the book. They win every day. People come into your books. They come into books everywhere. Bet the Bruins money line. Bet the Bruins puck line. And they just cash tickets every day. It's annoying as hell. But <laughs> Derek, thank you so much for coming thank on. We sure. really appreciate the time. We'll do it again soon. All right. We'll see. All right. Soon. Great. Thanks, guys. Great talking yeah. to you. See you too. That is Derek Stevens of Circus Sports and Circa Las Vegas downtown. Great place to hang out yeah. to be a part of. How about that? That the F one. How about that? 20, 10 to 20 years, more investment being made into F1 in by Vegas than the Super Bowl, which makes sense though, right? Because one's a one-time thing. You'll get it every 10 years. The other is an annual event. So it makes sense. They're building like the track, the turn, the slope, like the, if you drive, so. Well, here, I'll tell you this. They've already, this got released today. The pictures of what's going to happen on the strip. Everyone's like, yeah, they're not going to build. They're building more than just the permanent structures that we're seeing in front of the Bellagio fountains on the strip. They've now expanded it. (laughs) There's even more. Right. This is going to be the whole length of the strip. Basically is going to be these overlook bleachers to look on the strip. It's going to change the entire look of Vegas. 
it's going to change so much. And one thing that's already changed is the state of the road. <laughs> Big Kinsig Kylie was driving there. She went to see UNLV softball game. Right. She, she texted me and said, what's wrong with the road? They've yeah. redone. The road is might as well be gravel right now. Yep. It's so choppy and bumpy. It goes like, and there's, because they're, they're going to repave it. They're going to the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing. Everything is going to be repaved. And then Derek just said about that turn, that yeah. land behind there. They have the uh, sports book at the Tuscany. Yep. So he's very familiar, probably, with that land right behind. Yep. That's a good, by the way. That's a great book in and out if you mm -hmm. want certain stuff and you don't want to go downtown, but you live on that end of town to cash you can tickets. Zip in, it's cash awesome. tickets, set up yeah. accounts, all that stuff. They're building this gigantic turn over yep. there going to be nuts i can't wait to see it it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun so thanks to Derek for coming in and that was fun okay uh let's talk some college basketball some march madness here for a little bit yeah alabama is currently nine to one to win the national championship yeah can that. you in good conscience recommend no. given what's going on with brandon miller for alabama i don't even know what's going on with brandon miller nothing um, at the moment I, I, did a whole, one. I did a whole thing on my class yesterday because alabama told the media after the Arkansas game, you were not allowed to ask any question of any player or coach other than the game. That's it. You will be escorted out. If you ask a question other than the game. Wow. Bama laid the law down on, you know, because you have the huh. national news media that's showing up for these games. Like this is not just a sports story. So it's, it's bigger than just Alabama sports or Alabama sports writers. It is. And again, this is this is what happens, right? You have a team who's had a really successful season and only the local media have paid attention. And then something controversial happens and they're looking to bury you. And now the national media want to come in and bury you. They don't want the local people bashing them either. So they say that. I don't know if that's the right approach. But as far as, as a journalist, you got to take it. You have a choice. You can either listen or you can do your job. And that's the big, I mean, well, the reason you do your job and they take your job away. If you're a sports you reporter, a you have to, to yeah, if you're a sports reporter, you have no choice. You have to listen. If you're a news reporter and you show up to one press conference every three years for Alabama basketball, that's where maybe you do have, you say, okay, fine. But then your outlet gets their credentials pulled, pulled. So that's the one thing teams can dictate who is allowed in and who is not allowed into their private event even though it's a state institution so there's a lot of really sticky things that go on when you start to tell the media what they can and cannot talk about and uh, i mean for the most for what i've read at least i was in the press conference obviously but they right. behaved and they didn't cause any real issues but nate oates is right now having to explain what what he knew and when did he know it involving right. his players yeah and to answer your original question nine to one to win it all right now, I wouldn't bet nine to one on anybody right now. Too low. Do you feel confident that anybody in this whole thing can be single digits? We talked nope. about this. We've talked about this continually. I think there's a lot of people in the chat that would probably agree with us. I don't know who the favorite is. I mean, it's Houston by odds. And <laughs> like, you know, Gonzaga was the odds on favorite for a number years. of years. Yeah. Didn't Never win want it. it. Never want it. Hard to okay. imagine that somebody six to one, eight to one, nine to one, depending on the path, 
you're better off just money lining that team and rolling it over. You're going to get a higher payout. How about Purdue at 10 to 1? Come on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Is this seriously? This is a serious question. I thought that was a ha ha joke in the rundown. I'm asking you. No, seriously. You said no single digits. They're 10 to 1. Would you bet Purdue 10 to 1? No. (laughs) Nor would I. Would you? I was no, no way. No way. No. No. Hell no. Way. Uh uh. Not no. even not even a question, but here is a team I would bet. Would you bet Purdue at 20 to 1? No, I wouldn't. I, I think Purdue's Whoa. I, Whoa. I don't think Purdue's very good. Well, that was Purdue, personal. That's I don't, think, personal. I don't think Purdue's very good. I don't think any, any, any Big Ten teams, I think Big Ten's going to get bounced fast in the dance. But what do you make of St. Mary's? Mm. So this is a team that actually, because as we talked to Matt Lindemann yesterday from WinBet, and he's absolutely yep. right, that Kempom has a love affair going on with St. Mary's. Yes, they do. They have it at, they have St. Mary's as a top 10 team. They have St. Mary's ranked ahead of Texas, ahead of Arizona, ahead of Gonzaga, ahead of Baylor, ahead of Marquette. So a lot of teams that people like, and they're right behind Kansas, probably the number one team people like right. to win the national championship. Right. Well, how do you feel? Could St. Mary's be the team that shocks everybody? Because I like, lo- I like this bet a lot. 850 to win their region, not the championship. Eight and a half to one just to, to make, make the, the final, final four. four. Yeah, we don't even know what region they're in. Correct. Path. So Correct. Kind of taking a speculative buy like this draft betting. Um, can they win four games in in a row in two yes. different cities? Yes. And you're only getting 850. Only like getting 850? I mean, they're they're gonna be favored in both the first two games, most likely. Well, if they make the West Coast Conference Final and beat Gonzaga for the second time. They make the West Coast Conference Final. Did you see the way that tournament's set up? They got to win one game, and they're in the Western Conference Final. Gonzaga has made 25 straight years to the final. Is that nuts? Well, they have it set up where they only have to win one game to get in. But still, 25 straight years is amazing. So it's going to be Gonzaga versus St. Mary's, obviously, right? So if they beat Gonzaga for a second time, they're going to be a top four seed. They're going to be on the four, on one, on the three or the four line, most likely. So they got a legit shot to justifiable win. Justifiable to you? This bet's justifiable. Then be a no, four seed, them absolutely. Being a, them being a three seed, three seed? Uh, I don't know. Th- three is too high. Four, four is definitely three seeds. Top ten team in the country. They're top ten according to Kempom. What are they in the uh, AP ranking? I mean, they lost to Houston by five. So they have played some high-level talented teams this year and lost by five. The rest of their non-conference is not very good. They haven't had much much great non-conference stuff. I don't know. These things are so hard as far as like for years in a book, we just took all the bets on Gonzaga and said they're not winning. They're not winning. They're not winning. And they never did. Right. I would have to think that St. Mary's is the same way. And, I mean, we'll know more. I don't know what exactly we're going to do on Selection Sunday, but we'll we'll be able to see right away the path. This may change. This may go up. Like you may get 10 to 1, depending on if they're in the – I mean, if they're in Kansas's bracket, 1-4, they got to beat Kansas and then beat the 2-3. I actually, well, I actually, I mean, I'm massively biased on Kansas. So I would, yes, I think St. Mary's could beat Kansas because I think anybody can beat Kansas in the tournament. Literally anybody. If you're, if you're in the tournament, Kansas can get beaten by them. 
Kansas fans know that too. I've just seen it. I've just, so I've, just I've just yep. seen it too, way too often for them to get bounced. So yep. someone said in the chat is saying, Matt, might as well go ahead and go bet Creighton. Okay, here's here's my take on that. Oh, how is Creighton and Gonzaga? How do they have the same odds? Look at oh this. my God, you have a Creighton hat. Look at yeah, that. They brought one back for That's me. That's phenomenal. How about that? Look at that Creighton Blue Jay, baby. The new school. I, I still have a tough time with that logo. It still it still doesn't sit right with me, but I'm right. not sure this would have been the one I would have picked. I was looking and for a baby blue. blue but that that is such a blue, Toronto Blue Jay, Blue Jay to me. It that is just the old school Creighton C is what I like. That's just the old school block C is Creighton. Okay. But the Jays have the same odds to make the Final Four as Gonzaga, which anybody who has any brains, if you're watching these two teams, Gonzaga would kill the Jays right now. Kill them. Gonzaga would kill the Jays right now. Would they? Yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. In Creighton? Doesn't, I mean, you're not going to play at Creighton. You're going to play on, on a neutral. On a neutral floor, Gonzaga would annihilate the Jays. I don't get this, how Creighton and Gonzaga have the same Final Four odds. I don't understand that. that, well, that because, because Creighton took a ton of money leading up to the season. Okay. There were a buzz. There was a lot. There was a I'm buzz. Honest. It was bad a bad we were, a lot we were of all, people we were all were wrong. Big numbers on them, which drove that number down. I mean, don't forget, Creighton started at a hundred to one, right, and got driven down. Gonzaga started at what eight to one, ten to one, and had to be brought up because they lost a couple games early and they weren't they weren't really competitive in a couple games, which was unusual for them. So you kind of and now with the the way the season's gone. Creighton had to down, so the They're number still on the down. up. Well, then it came back. They won, what, seven in a row? Eight in a row. Jimmy Jack said he'd bet Creighton over Gonzaga on a neutral court. I would book that. Yeah. Yep. I'd book that. Timmy would kill Colbrenner. Kill him. Be an awesome yeah. matchup, but Timmy versus Colbrenner, I give Gonzaga the big advantage. And then the guards, I know – you know, you have family ties with Creighton and Gonzaga with the Nemhart boys. So clearly there'd be some very interesting storylines. Right. But I don't know. I I think Gonzaga is a much better basketball team than the Creighton Blue Jays are right now. <laughs> I I the, the Jays draw, if they face anybody with some grit, anybody with some toughness, they're in deep trouble. Deep, deep trouble. This is this is where I think, you know, we'll we'll see this last week a lot of uh a lot of things are going to be said. A lot of things are going to be seen, talked about. Gonzaga beating St. Mary's the way they did and setting themselves up as the two seed. Mm-hmm. They're the two seed because they lost the tiebreaker, whatever that is. If they win the West Coast Conference tournament sure, sure. here, here Vegas, tournament, yeah. whatever, um, that number is going to come down. If Creighton wins the Big East, mm. now we're talking yeah. a bunch of money on them coming in. Boy. And I think you'll see that. But you won't see that big of a drop because they still – you don't even believe it. You're a Creighton fan. I don't believe it at all. I, I think they're in deep trouble in New York. I, I, I think there there are some teams. I think Villanova is the dang, most dangerous team in the conference at the at the moment. 
They're healthy oh. and they're believing in themselves. Marquette people are on one line and the UConn people are on the other. Yeah, I don't buy Marquette. Let's talk about Marquette. Marquette tonight is laying eight and a half points at Butler. Yeah. Marquette's 13th. Ken Palm has Marquette at 13, Creighton at 14, just for those people who want to know at home. Okay. Butler, to Ken Palm, this is an eight-point margin, so the number is a little bit higher than that at eight and a half. I don't. I love Shaka Smart. Okay, I do. But this is a ragtag. At some point, the bubble's got to pop with Marquette, in my opinion, and it hasn't yet. But at some point, I don't know this is the date. This is the game that does it. But I just feel like there's going to be a game here that they're going to trip up down the stretch and lose one they're not supposed to. This might be it. Really? Butler stinks. Stinks. I don't know. They overlook They overlook them. They don't take them seriously. No way. You lay the points? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I even touch this game as far as wagering on it, but Marquette's not losing this game. Marquette's nine, three, and one on the road ATS this year. Yeah, then they're, they're not losing this game. We may have found the number though to give you somebody give pause. Some books it's are at nine. nine in a couple yeah. places Some already. Books are already at nine. Yeah, three thirty start Pacific, six thirty mm-hmm. Eastern. I love these first games. I get to exclusively watch it. Right. You know, without any other distractions. So I, I'll have my eye on it. I mean, this might be a perfect in-game opportunity. Hope Butler has some. Smart home court yeah. bounce, right? Start. Hinkle gets going. I don't know. Is it senior day? I'll, I'll have to check the schedule. We're in that senior day time. Oh, in, the last week of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And so that always gets, I mean, there's two ways of playing that. The first, if the coach decides to play all the seniors, if they all stink and they're right. all on the court for the first two minutes, you play, you know, first half, you play Marquette right. first half. Right. right. Or they're, they're good and they're going to be hyper emotional because they're playing their last game at home and they go completely crazy. Right. And Butler's the play in the first half. Uh, I just hope it, it gets down to, you know, a manageable number. You get Marquette minus three and a half or something, and then boom, zip, um, you know, because they're going to win a basketball game. Right. Arkansas is on the road at Tennessee tonight. Oh, got a six point line or so here between these two in the SEC. You buying the Arkansas bus in the I SEC? Am. Yeah, Are you? They're, they're, I, I, I almost bought them a ticket when I bought Creighton at. 30 to one. I almost Mm. bought Arkansas the same time. Mm. Arkansas recruiting class is phenomenal. Eric Musselman is a very good coach. I just don't know. They've been so hurt and banged up. Now they're healthy. They go to Bama. They lose by three. They're now on the road against Tennessee. They can like Tennessee is going to slow it down. The under in this game is live. I I think it's, it's one thirty four. It's really low, but I think the under in this game is 100% live. If I was going to bet 33 and a half now. Yeah. Okay. If I was going to bet this going I'd, that way, I'd bet the yeah. under in this game. Both Tennessee and Arkansas are under teams 17, 11 and one Tennessee to the under 16, 12 and one Arkansas to the under. Wow. So if I was going to bet this, I would bet, but it's weird because five out of the last six games for Arkansas have gone over. Right. So they're on a run here, but I still, I still think the under is the play. It's a little bit of a buzz about them. Like in, should a, be. in an underground guys that I talked to, they're like, have you looked at the Arkansas futures? Have you, have you looked at the Arkansas to make the final four things? Yeah. This is one of the best stories of all time. When somebody came in and kept saying Arkansas, they wanted to <laughs> wanted Arkansas. And I was like, I said it back to them and they said it back to me. And I had the whole line the whole book on my side of that day laughing we, we, we referred to them as arkansas all the time <laughs> why not Texarkana, we, we, we're doing that too 
Um, no, I, I mean, unless you're going to bet on them and you come up to the window. Yeah. <laughs> Arcana. yeah. Let's go and text Arcana. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. I, yes, I am buying the buzz on Arkansas. Okay. I, I am hundred percent buying the buzz right now. I'm not buying the buzz on Texas A&M. I love Buzz. Oh. I, I love Buzz Williams, but five and a half. They're laying it at Ole Miss tonight. It's down to five. Okay, it's that. That's the it's right just, side. That's too. The dog is the right side, just yeah. like that. Yeah, to me it is. I, I just okay. I I don't think that. I mean, they just fired their coach. If you want to talk about you know teams that bounce back after they fire their coach, mm-hmm. Ole, Ole Miss just just fired their head coach. So maybe oh. a bounce a bounce spot here for Ole Miss. But okay, I I just I don't know. They're nineteen and ten ATS A and M. 11 and five in the sec. They've been tremendous. Mm. I'm just not a hundred percent buying. Ole Miss is five, 10 and one. Oh yeah. This I think sounds... Ole Miss plays hard tonight. I can't believe you didn't look at the big 10 games, Indiana, five and a half at uh, home against Iowa. Why don't you scroll? Six. Hey, scroll down. I did. I'm just scroll down. What are you talking about? It's on the rundown. That's bad. I've already bet the game. I understand. We're coming in on this. While we're talking about, this is the last bit of the college basketball (laughs) before we move on to the NBA. Villanova at Seton Hall, only minus one and a half. That's a trap game. No, thank you. What? Uh, That's a trap game. What? I don't want any part of that game. A no trap way. game? Yep. What I the hell know. is a trap game? For Villanova on the road. They should win that game easily, and they won't. Trap game. you calling the outright loss? I don't know. Seton Hall's 15, 12, and 1 ATS. Uh-huh. They're 7 and 7 ATS at home. Uh-huh. 7 and 10 Nova on the road. Nova's not a good ATS team. They're 12, 12 and 17 this year ATS. Mm. They're playing much better. They just beat the Jays by 12. At home, they beat Xavier on the road by one. This is the game they lose. Oh, yeah. I loses to the Pirates. Seton Hall played Nova uh, two weeks ago, lost by four as five point dogs. Chef Benny says Villanova's not winning. Yeah, this is a danger. That that Nova game is Chat, a danger. Anybody that's been here, thank you again for being here and hitting the like button while you're here. I need Nova, N O V A. Or Hall, H-A-L-L, in the chat right now. Who do you like? Who you got? Put it in there. Let it flow. Yeah. What The, the trap game, whatever. Game I think it means, is for Nova. Is Michigan State at Nebraska, is it not? I mean, Nebraska is playing very well. I'll Michigan give Fred Ho- State is four and a half point favorite after I'll- what they just did. Yeah, I'll I'll what? give, I'll give, well, the, the whole idea is that Tom Mizzle is going to have his team spitting nails. I mean, they're going to be furious after what just happened at Iowa. Four and a half. Nebraska is nine and five ATS at home, and they've covered in four of their last five games, four in a row. Covered against oh, Minnesota, Maryland, Rutgers, and Wisconsin. They won all four of those games as well. Wow, this is that's a good line. Look at this chat. We got a Hall Nova, Hall Nova, Hall Nova, Hall Nova, Hall Hall, Nova Nova. Perfect line. That's what this business is about. Make a line and get it to, to action. That's a split. That's a split uh, thing right there. Wow. Okay. Mikey, awesome. Chevelle. Everybody's a comedian. He types Chevelle <laughs> instead of Nova. I mean, what is he talking about? Please. Cars. Yeah. Michigan State, Nebraska I is a danger game to bet. That's tough. Michigan State might go out there and beat the brakes off of the Huskers. They might kill him. 
Yeah. 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 Izzo, Izzo just blew a double digit lead in a minute and 11 seconds. <laughs> Got outscored 20 to 11 in the final one thirty. I came. Is it not just bet the over? Um, Nebraska over? No, Nebraska's a dead under team. Although, wow, last five games have gone over. How about that? Wow, Nebraska's now an over team. You're right. Eight and two over the last 10. Eight and two Where did over. that come? Where did that come? 10 and five, Michigan State on the road. To Eight the two. over? To the over. Yep. Sounds like an over game. Wow. How about that? I would never have bet that over, but look at that run for Nebraska. More you know, last, now you know. Last three. For Michigan State, last five for Nebraska. Damn, I've gone, son. I've gone over. Yes, sir. Oh, I don't know. I still like the under. <laughs> so I'm not betting it, but I still like the under. Okay. I don't, that, that scares me dramatically. I think Michigan State's going to play. I mean, Nebraska might score like 45 points if they're really angry. Mm. This could be. I mean, there's a talent, massive talent mismatch between these two teams. Just whether or not Michigan State's going to focus in and play hard after what happened against Iowa. I can't see them not. Okay. All right, so you made the proclamation that the Lakers are making the playoffs as a six seed. They're not going to be in the playoff game. Son of a... LeBron busts his ankle right after you say it. Done. I put it on him. Blame me. <laughs> so now it's an evaluation process. They will look at the ankle in two weeks to see where he is at, which basically means they're fucked and they know it. Right. So he may miss the rest of the regular season. Oh, boy. Do the Lakers... Avoid the play-in game without LeBron James. Do they avoid the playing game? They better not even make the playing game. Come on. You think they're going to miss the playoffs entirely? I mean, they jacked Oof. them back up to 55-1 to to win the NBA championship. Fair. They have them now, um, just, and I'm referring to the uh, FanDuel odds, conference odds are 34 and then, they're a half a just for reference, they're a half a game out of the play-in. Okay. Los Angeles Lakers to make the playoffs. At Fandle, the rule is settled on final eight teams in the playoffs for each conference after any possible play-in tournament has concluded. Yes, yes the final no. eight. The final eight. Yep. What do you think the number is? Uh 15 to 1. 15 to one to what you get better. Yes. No. Oh yes. No. I bet. Make no. the playoffs. Yeah. On the yes to make the playoffs. It would, it would be 15 to one. Yes. Is plus two twenty five. No is Whoa, minus. I'm way, I'm way off. Yes. Oh, I think they're a long shot to make. I think they make the play in, but I think they'll, they'll get beaten badly in the play in tournament. If LeBron can't play. But the play in tournament is win two games. They only got to win yeah. two games. Right. They win I the think first they lose. One. No, they'll then, lose. Well, if they win, if they're seven or eight and they win that first one, they're in. Yes. I, I don't believe – I think they'll lose. Without LeBron, they'll lose to one of the teams I'd face, whether it be Golden State, Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans, Trailblazers, Mavericks, whoever they wind up playing in the play-in tournament, they'll lose without LeBron. Okay. Um. Yeah, if he's out for more than, I don't know, a week – they can't he's, have he's him two weeks. He's out minimum two weeks, but he's and out. So two he's going to miss what? Six games. Is that six games of the 20? He's going to miss. I think he's missing the rest of the regular season. Oh, bye-bye. I don't think he's playing again until the playoffs. I think that they're going to try to get, get him healthy until. Bye-bye. I agree. Bye-bye. Like this, this was the thing they couldn't absorb. Garland's in the chat. He wants a hat. 
Barlin, uh, remind me, reach Everyone out. Wants that, so. uh, DM. I know we're working on it. But just so they, they've got uh, DM me. They can't DM you though. Did they DM me when you? They can't DM you. This is how it works. Follow. Okay. You say DM me, and then they go. They DM me, and, and then send me that they, they DM will, you, and I'll DM them. <laughs> I tried them. to DM Dave. I can't, so I'm DMing you That's to why. tell and then Dave. Send it to me. That's what happens. I think some weird DMs tell that they don't DM you either. So don't think you're the only one. <laughs> but they can't DM you unless you're following them. So you know them. Randoms come at me. That's true. <laughs> I, I got That's the problem. Randoms walking around every day coming at me. You can deal with the randoms in the DM. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love we that. We definitely don't want to bother in Pharaoh. Pharaoh's got enough shit going on. You don't need to be bothered with the randoms. Goodness gracious. Please. Uh, okay. So Lakers are tonight without LeBron catching nine from Memphis. Dear God. <laughs> How do you feel about this game? I mean, no, thank you. Eric called it price discovery. <laughs> this is, this is outstanding work. Price discovery overnight line was four and a half. Oh, I don't know how many books. Let's take a quick look at the line history here. Yeah, nobody really opened at that. That was that was eight and a half. Okay. Eight, eight and a half was the opener. It is now painted nine. Um, his no ankle ain't going to be fixed by tonight. <laughs> no, thank you on the Lakers. I don't want anything to do with them. Do you? No, but I yeah. also wouldn't. I also not sure I'd lay the nine points though. No, we've done enough work now here and on the Discord a little bit and um through even other things on your podcast right. with Daily Juice. You don't have to lay nine. There will be an opportunity to lay less than nine, most likely in the yeah, it's it's so funny because they they the daily juice people always come at me and they came at me yesterday. They're like so you haven't bet NBA in a long time. Do you think you'll bet NBA anytime soon? And I said, no. Pre-game? <laughs> yeah. I said, no. They're like, why? I said, I said, I'm only betting NBA in-game. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm not betting anything pre-game. I want to watch the game and see who plays. And now I bet it personally. But I'm never going to do it overnight. I'm not betting overnight NBA. It's, it's a fool's errand right now because what in-game wagering gives you is a chance to get a much better number. Like right. this, this at one point might be two or three. Like you, you might get a one possession number out of this game and take Memphis. Um, yes. So no, it's, it's, it's so rare anymore where a team leads from start to finish. So you have to watch the games mm-hmm. or at least have the app open and keep an eye on the score and know when to jump in. If you like Memphis tonight, but you're not comfortable laying the nine, wait until an opportunity to play them and lay four because you're probably going to have it. I don't know when, and it doesn't always mean it's going to win. But part of the goal of what we're doing here is making better bets when you have the opportunity to do it. Why lay nine when you can lay four? That's all we're talking about. Is Giannis playing tonight because – that was as bad of a moment in the last game for the Bucks that I can remember. Doubtful, 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 doubtful. Oh, fuck it. Play him in the starting lineup. Here he goes. Like, I was like, people looked at me and, and, and they're, they're, I was like, that's why I'm not betting the NBA. Because the whole day, doubtful, 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 ever report. He's, oh, uh, yeah. Hey, wait. Starting five, there's Giannis on the court. How fair is that? 
It ain't fair, but it's typical. And I was on Bucks minus one and a half. We had oh. talked about it the night before. It was one of the last things we talked about. I said, what is this number? This doesn't make sense. He said he's not playing. I said, it says he's not playing, but that AI <laughs> thing that right. read the story said, oh, Giannis is leading. Uh, They're doing it know. again. If you if you go to ESPN.com, Antetokounmpo, Bucks set for matchup against the Nets. In the what? headline. He's day to day. Yeah, he's playing. <laughs> Six and a half would tell you he is. I would think so. But I mean, the initial move came from five. It shot up to right. six and a half. There's three books at six and a half. Dear friends of mine at uh, one, two, at uh, at two of them. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find this out right now. This would be one of those lunch moves where I'd say to the guys in the room, hey, I'm on a show with P-Roll. Move the Bucks <laughs> to seven and a half and see if anybody wants to bet Brooklyn. Because he said, and I said, that he's playing. Let's see what we got to do. So, again, if we had our own book, we'd move the damn number and say, let's find out. And if nobody bets it, he's definitely playing. Is he listed in the props? Another good indicator from the books that do the individual props. Not mm-hmm. that many of books here do it. Hardly mm-hmm. any, actually. Hardly any. But like FanDuel, we can pull that up right now. Do it right now. Yeah, player points. Uh, Giannis is listed, 29 and a half. I would say he's playing, and I would yep. say Milwaukee is the play because the Nets are ka 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 So speaking of shit, the yes. Rockets are hosting the Nuggets. You're wearing the Denver stuff today. Damn right. Put that one back on. Are you going to advocate laying 10 and a half points tonight? Nuggets. Double digits. See what Dame did to the Rockets? Yes. I mean, I would bet if, if let's see, player awards MVP. Let's see. Regular season MVP right now. Big lead. Jokic is minus 310. Jokic has a big lead. Yes. Okay. What if he puts up another triple double tonight? Which you what, way, you, like what do you mean? What if <laughs> he's right? going to he's going to put up a triple double? The only danger he plays. I mean, it's yanked before the fourth quarter ends or before the third this, quarter ends. This could be the problem. This might be a all right, big honey, go in there, do your thing, get some points, sit. move it, and then sit the whole fourth quarter. Maybe possible. And you don't get it. I in no right mind, sound mind, all of this stuff. Am I going to say, yeah, there's value on the Rockets? No. Hell no, I don't want the Rockets. You also can't advocate laying 10 and a half. No. I mean, it's 10 and a half points in the NBA. It's it's just scrubs can lose by six. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, it's going. Our boys at DraftKings are at 11. Yeah, it's going up because I wasn't going to bet it. I, I, I get it. I mean, the Rockets at home are 13, 13 and two ATS one and four over the last five and Denver is four and one, seven and three ATS, Yeah, but they're 13 and 17 on the road overall. So I, I don't know. I mean, you look at double digit lines for Denver this year. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. They laid 10 against Atlanta. They won by 20. Okay. But then they were, uh, let's see, they were laying 11 against Orlando, one by three. Okay. Laying 13 against the Lakers, one by 13. Laying 14 and a half against the Suns, they won by 29. Um, 
Washington laid about late 11. They won by 13 against Utah late 11 and a half one by five. Hmm. So, I mean, they've been, Benny just came in and said that you could do a chalk parlay Grizzlies bucks, nuggets, money line. Somebody find out what that pays. That's probably even money. A little bit of plus money. Grizzlies, Grizzlies, bucks, bucks nuggets, nuggets plus one ten. I mean, it's three games. It ain't that. I mean, you know, there ain't no rhombus or parallelogram. It's going to tell you that that's a good play. But I can tell you this. I did an experiment years ago. We were sitting at the M Resort working. And me and I with Danny, who I love like a little brother, call him the Schly. He goes, you know, we should just do two-game money line parlays the rest of the season and just go set up an account and all this other stuff. And I said, well, quit talking about it. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. So we did. We set up an account and we did two game and turned into three game money line parlay. Sometimes they get plus money. So rather than laying 240, we were getting plus 110 just like that. We took 100 and ran it up to four times. Whoa. Just, just, just betting those things. Like the bad teams are trying to lose. There's not many opportunities in sports where you have the teams putting out rosters that have no intention of winning a game. Now, every once in a while, you're going to get caught. I'm betting this now. <laughs> I'm just going to bet this while we're talking because yeah. I'll forget. I mean, I'll forget. not losing to Houston, are they? I don't I seriously doubt it. Memphis is not losing. To, Memphis could actually lose to a, a, an inspired Laker team. I highly doubt it. And right. I mean, Milwaukee's playing for the one seed against Brooklyn, who got nobody. Wow. William Hill has G League numbers. We got a team here. I know you can bet on the ignite, the Vegas ignite. Yeah, they play in uh, Iowa tonight at home. Yeah, here. Times the game, <laughs> seven o'clock. That's really kind of funny. Shoot over there and go. Uh, so there's that. Told me if I take the kids on a school night, she'll go crazy. <laughs> and so you want the Grizzlies because Lakers aren't. So we're saying the Lakers aren't winning this game. Let's see what this pays at at Caesars. Caesars pays it at. Uh, plus one Oh two. So it's a little, little Fanduel's better odds. Fanduel is plus one ten. Caesars right. is plus one Oh two. Okay. Don't hate it though. I mean, you double your money. I mean, if you wanted to, you, you could, they're all at the same time though, right? That's the problem. You can't really hedge out of that if you need to. Well, no, Milwaukee, Brooklyn's early. Lakers you could robbing it at the same time. If you, if you want to No, that leaves you an out. If Denver's losing. You know, you could take Houston nah. plus the points or Houston nah. on the money line. It's better one. It's easier. You can't. It's better. Yeah. It's better. It's easier. Plus, plus 102. I'll take it. Call it the Chef B. There's no B's and C's today, but the Chef B special. There you go. I like it. I'm trailing you, buddy. I'm trailing you, Chef Benny. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. Let's do, let's do it. Uh, and then one more. Rockets are laying four against the Blazers. What's Dame going to do for Rockets. an encore? Rockets. What? You said the Rockets. Sorry, Blazers. Warriors. Warriors. Warriors Blazers. are laying four against the Blazers. Portland. Huh? Oh, what does Dame do tonight? I mean, how do you follow up 71? No idea. Isn't the theory, though, that he has an off night? Of course. It's like, it's like the no-hitter. You, yeah. you fade the guy after the no-hitter. Yeah. He, has, he scored 71. Most likely he'll go under his points prop tonight. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's going to bet over. It's going to be inflated through the roof and then bet the under. Yes. So all, maybe. Of which, all of which could be the case. I like the game over. Yeah. 236. Let's see, 236. 
235 and a half coming down. Rhombus is like it under. I like it over more. Um, wow, they like it under. Well, that's why. Okay, Golden State is coming yeah. down. Yeah, the play's down. Yeah. The 13, 17, and one to the over. So 17, 13, one to the under for Golden State on the road. 18 and 11, Portland to the under. How do you follow up 71? Clown MB3 said 72. That's how you follow up <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of comedy writers. In Comedians. Here. My goodness. I, I love it. Clown MB3. Shout out. All right. To you. So the number is coming down on the Boston Bruins. They won again last night against Edmonton. A bunch of salty, pissed off, whining, crybaby Oiler fans on Twitter last night talking about the expected goals should have been way higher. Yeah, I'll complain. That game should have gone over. How in the hell did that game not go over? It was 3-2 going into the third period, and nobody scored in the third period, not even open net. How did they not get open net? That was crazy. So I don't understand that. But... Numbers coming down. Money on Calgary. Bruins win again. That's the sharp play. I don't know. Linus is back in net, right? Yeah, I'm just, it's just a blind. I'm not, I'm betting the Bruins just period. Uh, of course. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm just betting the Bruins. Number of hat changes for me on the show most of the time. Well, over you betting the Bruins when they're playing. Yes. Well, right now it's just, it's just not, I'm not even blinking. I'm just firing. Just, you know, it's not even a question. Calgary can win the game. I think this is the game they. I thought they were going to lose last night, right? But I, I don't. I mean, they have a chance to run the table on this on this Western Canada sw- swing, which just doesn't happen, right? <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Like that's, it's really hard to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row, and this is their fourth game on the road before they go home. This is the game they lose. I get that, but. Right. It's Calgary. So it's like, eh, I don't know. They'll lose Calgary's Buffalo on Friday, on Thursday. Probably 15, 11, and two Calgary at home, straight up. Man, but but Allmark going in net is huge to me. First game was a 3 1 win for the Bruins in Boston. I think it could be a 3 1 win again. <sighs> on their this game, though? Probably. Don't mind the under six under minus one twenty now. Yeah, under. It's minus one thirty in places now. I laid one twenty six, one twenty three, and one thirty. What I lay last night? I think I laid one thirty last night. Yeah, this is yeah, this is (laughs) this is. I ain't betting this game, but (laughs) I'll bet under. Bet under. I'll, I'll, just I'll watch I'll this just game again. Oh, yeah. I am not going to lie. I enjoyed the hell out of that Boston and Edmonton game last night. Mm. I watched the fun. Edmonton feed. Oh, <laughs> It's <laughs> more know. fun right now to watch Agreed. the other team's feed. Well, because they are so gushing over the Bruins. Like it's, you know, they have to talk about how good they are because then if their team wins, then it only blows up how big of a win it was because of how great it's like. You know, when you beat someone and chant overrated, it's stupid because it belittles the team that you're you're cheering for. You don't chant overrated because the team you just beat, you want to elevate and say you're better than they are, and they're really good. So that means you're really good. I love why I love listening to the opposing broadcasts. It's, it's way better. I I I like it a lot. <sighs> How about this total today? Wow. Islanders Wild is five. About time. Five. 
Wild eight and two to the under over their last 10, 18, 12, and two all year. Islanders are five, three, and two to the under over their last 10. It was five and a half last night when I bet it. It's now five. It's still five and a half everywhere. No, it's back up then. It was five. Under, well, no, I'm just look. I haven't looked at FanDuel yet, but it's five and a half <laughs> under minus 145 is oh pretty much pretty much market price. <laughs> No, it's still five at Vandal. Just moved to five. Vandal was minus one forty-two to over to five on five. Oh God! I mean, seriously, what are we doing? That's crazy. Because the play's under. I just got a text that says Ken Palm references versus hat changes would be a good cross-sport BVB prop. Well, considering what I use. I use team rankings in Ken Palm okay. to bounce off of different college basketball conversations. Got to have, gotta have the, two sources. Where the like, numbers are, where the references are, where the, right. pro, where the pro, projections are. Yes. So it depends on how many college basketball games we talk about because I'll reference it almost every time because I've gone through the entire slate last night. I went through the entire every, – every night I go through all of them, NBA right. – NHL and college basketball, and I look for discrepancies. Right. So if it makes the rundown, chances are I found a discrepancy. So it's probably right, right, whatever right. the number of college games are will be the number of Ken Palm references on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair point. And I keep, I think the hats are, are reproducing like rabbits. Um, so <laughs> I, I have hats, but I can, I can control the number of hats. That's true. So if I check the rundown and then uh, see maybe the number of possible Ken Palm references, I can have under or over that number. So you can control the market. Yes, that's true. right. Maybe not a bad idea. You're going under or you under or over five at FanDuel. Minus 140. Unders, unders plus money at five, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Plus what? Um, it is plus 116. Plus one, okay. I was going to say plus 120. That was my number. Still got it. Still got it. Um, yes. Yes, under. Games 3-2. This is like we talked about this, and sometimes we sound like we're saying the same shit different day. SSDD. Yeah. Um, sometimes we are. This right, is an but- under game. I don't know who's going to win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would lean Minnesota. I can't believe the line's only minus 130. Mm. It's got to be good. a little bit higher. The Islanders are playing pretty good, but. Gops us in a net. Under, especially if we get a first period under one or less. Don't jump ahead on my better than book it. I'm just saying this number's going to drop, and we can in game we could get under five plus money and over three plus money. Yeah, have some things working. I laid juice last night on under under five and a half, but uh, <laughs> anti. By the way, that? shout out to you, sir. He just came in to chat and said the Bruins announcer's terrible. Which one? True or false? Jack Edwards, the, the TV so. or radio? I'm saying TV I'm guessing TV. Yeah. Well, Jack hates me, so I'm I'm. I'm cool. Jack hates you personally. Jack hates me personally. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. yeah. I guess I was going to ask Jack to come on the show. I guess not. <laughs> so because I famously put, I famously went to Jack and asked him to do a favor to come on my morning show on WEEI mm-hmm. with me and Kirk Minahan. And Kirk Minahan oh. spent about 30 minutes yelling at Jack Edwards. <laughs> That was that story. You, <laughs> that's, you that's told that story on the air here. That's yeah. right. Okay. So yeah. Jack really doesn't Jack like me. Jack will be on the show. Because I'm the one that put him onto that. That became a, a somewhat of a front page sports story in the Boston. Uh-oh. 
Matt's frozen. Snap your fingers. He's stuck. He's back. Nope. You froze. Nope. nope. He's frozen. I'm not back. Everything. There um, you go. Two, right. Now I'm back. Okay. Right. Yeah. My bosses were not happy with me because that, they told me that was not my job. And I said, my job's not to get attention. <laughs> well, I was like, what do you mean it's not my job? Dear so don't create goodness gracious divisions in the Boston media. But Minahan, if you remember, it was after they went to Montreal and Jack had this long soliloquy about the Revolutionary War and fighting the Redcoats and fighting Montreal and people didn't really appreciate it. He made some weird references that people didn't like. So, oh, Addison came in with his daily PSA uh, to remind us that the Bruins are 29-0-3 when scoring first this season. Thank you Amen very much, Addison. Appreciate that. Good fire on them when they score first. <clears throat> so the St. Louis Blues are 4-1 and one to the under over their last five at home. Seattle is 3-2 and two to the under on the road. Total is six in this under. One. You like under in this one? Under. Sounds like St. under. Smells well, St. Like Louis under. was a, I bring it up because St. Louis was one of the best home under teams in hockey. One of the best yep. road over teams in hockey. Yep. But they're five and five over the last 10 at home. Watched a lot of them against the Penguins the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think under. Okay. Scary, scary a little bit with yeah. Seattle, but I like I like under in the game. Mm. And then I finally, think St. Louis is live to win. That's a big plus money home dog. Yeah, Kraken, but Kraken's so good on the road. They were, they still are. Last couple road games, <laughs> they are still seventeen nine and three on the road. Kraken lost their last road game to St. Louis. Sorry, to San Jose for nothing. Yeah, smoked. Um, let's see. Before that, uh, they lost in a shootout to Winnipeg and they beat Philadelphia four to three. So they're one and two straight up. And on they the lost road. a couple before that Philadelphia game, right? On the road. They run that long road. Trip yeah. They lost in New York, New Jersey, and yeah. all three New York teams. They lost to the tri state area. Yeah. yeah. And they lost all three of those games in a row. Yeah. And Edmonton before that. So four. Yeah. They lost four straight. They beat Chicago eight five. Back on the 14th of January. Right. So That's, they've been, yeah, they've been kind of questionable. Yep. Florida, Tampa, Battle of the Sunshine State. Man, oh man. Who do you like? What in the hell is this number? These two teams battle, but I feel like Tampa owns them. And I did mm-hmm. wager talk right before we started the show here, and Prez mm-hmm. swore that Florida was the play. And they might be. I just need one of the two goaltenders to play like they're capable of. Total seven. Not anymore. Oh, six and a half over 40 at circa seven everywhere else. Seven under minus 25. That's what I took. Under? Mm-hmm. Really? So when you go back and look at Bobrovsky against Vasilevsky and what they yep. have done, Bobrovsky, sorry, uh, Vasilevsky gave up seven goals the first day, the first game after the All-Star break to Florida. Okay. Followed it up with a shutout, one goal, two goal performances. Then he gave up six goals to Buffalo followed it up with a shutout. He normally, when he has a bad game, he normally has two or three really good games afterwards because he's pissed off the way that he played. Bobrovsky hasn't given up more than four goals in three years to Tampa. Oh, wow. So he has, he's had games in the past where he's given up five and six, but it hasn't happened recently. He's more giving up one, two or three goals a game to Tampa. So I just need Bobrovsky giving up two or three. And then Vasilevsky giving up one or two. 
Okay. Three, two, four, two, final. We're good. Under seven. Huh. Okay. But I don't know I who wins the game. I lean Tampa. Okay. I lean Tampa to win. I don't know. First thought it finishes four, three, five, or or five, three. Five, three? I think both teams so, score three. So these teams have played three times. It's been yep. seven, one, four, one, three, one. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's that's why I don't, I don't that that seven to one was an anomaly because what happened after the All Star break and Vasilevsky was horrible. Eron Sean said under is six and zero oh in the last six meetings in Tampa Bay. Yeah, Vasilevsky's going to play well. I mean, it just it's it, it's betting uh, on one of the best goaltenders in the entire NHL just to be average, right? Just give up two and a half goals. Like, don't be crazy. Alex B. Smith is in the chat, by the way. Uh, Chicago guy he said, wait and grab over five and a half at minus one twenty five or better in game. Yeah, I'm already on seven. I can do that. I can wait for five right. and bet over five go. and try okay. to middle it on six. Nice. With that. So, yeah, that's that's how. Auto's in the chat said Florida's missing some key players tonight, too. Hence, maybe why the line is higher than maybe it should be. That's good. Or it's why it's coming down. No, Florida's missing people. Tampa's going up. You mean price-wise or total-wise? Yeah, price-wise. Price yeah, price-wise. But why the total is going down. Oh, it's wild. It's minus 165 and minus 175. Two different places. Hello. Wow. That is known as a scalp. <laughs> Bots would be going crazy right now if that existed. Oh, so miss that part of the job. Time for better to book it. Yep. Rolling, baby. Rolling. Wild Islanders. Islanders hit four straight first period unders. Mm-hmm. Wild 20 and four over the last 24 games. First period under. It was only minus 125 last night. Good bet. Bet, bet it. Okay. Bet it. We, uh, for, for the people new to the show, and again, thank you guys for being here and watching at least this portion of the show. You should probably should watch the whole show if you want to and listen to it while we're audio podcasts are available. But we did the B squared play yesterday. I broke one of those out. Yep. Hadn't done that in a while. I uh, like that the game ease. under. Um, yeah, Colorado Vegas. Colorado Vegas under six. It finished three nothing. That worked out okay. This is not a B squared play, <laughs> but I would bet it. Okay. Yeah, I like this a lot. One. All right. Uh, I got a little juicy this uh, on for, for for this today. Mm. Under five and a half. Wild and the Islanders for the game. For the game. I'm also on the first period. Uh, sorry, this is I'm on the under five and a half for this one. Um, I'm also so we're right, under five plus money. No, 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 no. Uh, right now it is. I'm under five and a half. I laid one twenty five. On this oh, 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 oh. Okay. Well, that's good. You got you got ahead of the number, and we got five being a winner instead of a push. So we yeah. got to bet this too. Okay. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about the Jets and the Kings first period under? I didn't write that down, but I bet <sighs> that too. I don't like that. Hmm. I bet our guy, I bet Otto likes it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous about that one. On Kings who's? Have playing. King, Kings have been scoring. But. Yeah, but they're four and six over the last 10 to a first period over. Yeah. So they yeah. haven't been hitting it all that often. And it, and you've got the starting goaltenders, Copley's in net and Hellebuck's in net. Yeah. I mean, that, that I'd, if we were, if you were betting and I'd book that one. Okay. Um, the under seven Tampa in Florida minus one twenty five. 
don't normally lay this much juice, but I was right. laying, I'm, I'm laying juice. Uh, the bank, the bankroll is healthy. I can, I can afford to lay some extra juice. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like this was going over. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd book this one too. I mean, even at seven. That I disagree with. I'd let you bet under, and uh, and keep coming with it. That's fine. Yeah, I think this game could be woefully under, like two one type under. This could be a playoff game type scenario. Six and a half at circa right now, plus yeah. plus one twenty five on the under. Yeah, this could be a playoff type game. Uh over six and a half, Buffalo and Columbus. Yes. <laughs> right. Why is this not seven? <laughs> it, it, it is seven now, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's seven yeah. now. Everybody, everybody, I was stunned. Six it wasn't. and a half over thirty five. Fandles at seven. I was stunned because it's the backup goaltender for Columbus who is Elvis and he's horrible. Man, oh man. His goals against is 4.1. Mm. Buffalo's been scoring so many goals lately. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely stupid. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, Quicks in that. I'm okay with John the Quicks being being in that for, for the Kings. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, and then finally, here is your Big Ten game Indiana. Minus five and a half against Iowa. Uh, Better you're not booking it. Uh, Iowa people going to get mad if I say, but bet it. No, because I was three and 10 ATS. Terrible on the road, man. Three and 10. They suck this out gotta loud. This got to be a bet. Indiana is 10 and five at home ATS. They, these teams played earlier in the year and Iowa beat them by two as one point favorites. Uh, it's gotta be a bet. It has to be a bet. I was four and nine straight up on the road this year, 14 and one Indiana at home. Their only loss this season at home was against Northwestern 84, 83. Unbelievable basketball game, too. Yeah. They've lost one game at home. They've beaten everybody else. Games at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern. What do you think that line closes? It was 6 and it came back down. It's There's a there's two sixes popped yeah. up right now, and the rest are five and a half. Um, I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even read what Raymaker just said. And I don't know if it's allowed to be on to be on the chat. It's on the screen, but <laughs> oh, favorite place to be is Indiana. <laughs> well, Diana is how you say it. <laughs> ah. Oh, in. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. I no. see it. I see it. I see it. In. Just just yeah, we're just not gonna Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. Betting it or booking it before we get bet kicked off late night. Bet it, bet it. We're always gonna. We're on late night. We're not getting off late. Night. Forget that. Oh, favorite thing about today is what the chat. Oh wow, the chat, chat recognition today, boys and girls. Awesome stuff. Um, you know, great show. Appearance by Derek Stevens, the owner of the Circa. You guys, he's an approachable dude. If he you're is. in town. He's at the bar. Go say hello and don't give him no ideas like <laughs> off the bat. You don't have to do that, but just tell him, hey, appreciate your place and like being here. But we asked you guys to put it out that we were going to be on. 
responded with the chat, with the big numbers, people mm. watching, congruent, viewing, whatever all those terms are. And everybody wants to ask us about how many people do you have watching congruently? Congruently or concurrently? Concurrently, congruently. I think I fucked it up. Congruent does not mean that, but that's okay. Right. Congruent means something. It doesn't mean something. It doesn't mean what you're trying to say. I was asked that. I was asked that. Earlier, I had a phone call with someone. Oh, that's great. They used the word congruent. That's why I was in my head. That's why. Congruent means uh, in agreement or harmony. Concurrently means all at once. Oh, that's <laughs> why that guy asked me congruent. He he asked a question about the show. Uh, there we I go. said part of it. No, I said we disagree all the time. Me, me and you. Yes, of course. But we, we're congruently uh, working. Ah, I see what the, now I'm going to have to email that guy back. I'll call you back later. Now I understand. But uh, the favorite thing is the chat, the show. I got to rap a little heavy D. We got our own thing. We got our own thing right here with this group. And we're going. Um, I, I, I just had to recognize that today. So far, that's my favorite thing about today. Amen to that. Uh, my favorite thing about today is all of a sudden I'm a hockey guy. I got Canadians who are watching the show, who are listening oh, to the show, who are what, following the podcast, who okay. are following me on Twitter. It's It's been a wild couple of months. It's been a lot of fun. It, hockey betting has been really, really cool. Yeah. And it's been, as I said, for, that's why I'm wearing the green for February because I'm saying goodbye to February. I don't know when it changes to March, what that means, but hockey's been a ton of fun. And oh. it's, it's been, it ain't over and no, but I mean, like we're going into the last month. I don't know when things month change. Like even Otto said it when he was on the show that like, it's going to flip soon where all this data kind of is worthless because of the way the yes. teams are going to play. Yes. So ride it while we can. Right. Knowing that the end might be somewhat near. The end is near for all of this. And then we go into the playoffs and we go into everything else, but right. If somebody in Vegas would please put up the exact prices for the Stanley Cup, you'd be doing me a really good favor. I, I really I would like every day. I really on this weekend, I really I would like drive to drive down to Arizona and have to put all of the action in down there. I don't want to do it. No, I want paper tickets too. I don't want to put it on apps. So I'd like to have, be able to go to a counter. We can do that. We just got to drive four hours to do it. Yeah, no thanks. Well, you drive three and a half. You right, yeah, three or three. But I don't want to do that. So I, I would really prefer if I could go and do it at a, at a window and, and have paper tickets for it. So if somebody in Vegas could please do that, I'd be very thankful. It, it's already March 1st. So um, what are we waiting for? <laughs> like, Let's go. Somebody put the market up, please. I know what they're waiting for. What? Trade deadline? Trade deadline. Oh. Just announced in the chat, which we knew was happening. Kane is officially a ranger. Wow. That's done. So that's going to change some it's dynamics. It's only team you go to. It's weird. Listen, if you've earned that role or earned that thing in your contract, you should be able to dictate where you get to go. So he's going to the How Rangers. How do Blackhawks fans feel about that? That's a pretty big name. That is a big name. But, I mean, that's, this is this is what happens. Is this the move that pushes them over the edge? It makes them the, the second Chicago, choice now? Here's a Chicago fan. Sad day, bad day. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not happy. I mean, there's no way if you're a Blackhawk fan, there's no way it's, it's like Ray Bork getting traded to the Colorado Avalanche. Like we were happy for Ray Bork, but it hurt to watch Ray Bork wear a different Jersey. Did it hurt to watch him wear a different Jersey or hurt to see him win a Stanley cup? No, we were happy about that. Boston was happy about that. That was the whole point. 
If he went there and didn't win the cup, that would have pissed people off him going there and winning the cup. Totally cool. That was awesome. That was the whole right. point. The whole point was to get him a Stanley cup to be like, you can't end the year. You can't end a hall of fame career, you know, top 10 defenseman of all time and not have a cup on your resume. Sonic just came in with a, with a fun fact. You want to talk about this chat? The opposite angles in a parallelogram are congruent. I say everything about parallelograms. He's right. They're in agreement. He's right. I failed geometry. I did not. I didn't like geometry. I got it. That's that's phenomenal phenomenal stuff. Um, Hockey guy. We're we're working on some hockey things for for Thursday or Friday. We may have Nikki on Thursday or Friday or both. Multiple guests. What? Nikki skates or Nikki Kalikas? Kalikas to talk. Oh, about let's get Kalikas. UFC oh, stuff. we gotta get we we have to talk UFC Friday. Yeah. We have to after the weigh-ins. We have. I to. didn't realize all this stuff was happening like this weekend. I mean, yes, the NASCAR races this weekend too. Yes. Uh-huh. What the way. hell is going on here? I'm never leaving the house. Oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be brutal. So much traffic yes. here. No, no debate. It's gonna be, but it's gonna be really fun though. So, and I'm kidless, so I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> we gotta get this credential. <laughs> It's going to be fun. Thing Saturday night. Oh, actually, I really want to go to the fight Saturday night. Yeah. That taken care of. I've never gone as a fan to a, a UFC event in Vegas. That might have to change, but I've gone to a fan in other cities, but never in Vegas. We're as not going to it as a fan to this one. Why not? Uh, I mean, I guess you're rolling. You can go get the ticket. That's no, we, we, we can pull, we, we can pull some, some strengths. Oh, Hey, I'm all about the string pulling. Yeah, we got some people we can we can people guys builders and whatnot. I love it. We can figure this out. Sign us off. The show's over. Very nice. Sports Grid. Thank you. YouTube, Twitter. Thank you. We're back tomorrow for another episode of B. Thank you.